Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part-friendly panel show, part-vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball, I'm Vix Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. So, yes, welcome to Comedy Arcade. The rules are very simple. I have a bingo ball full of random topics that I will draw, and when I draw the balls... The bingo balls, my three lovely guests in the studio will pitch a story in and aim to win points from me, a capricious and um, prone to favouritism judge. I will judge them on entertainment value and funny. So with that in mind, each person has been issued with three trick cards. These cards can only be played once per game. So you've got to get your card in. So if Maureen, for example, Maureen Younger, guest number one, hello there, plays new hello balls, there. that means Tom Turk, guest number two. Hello. <laughs> that means you can't play. You can't play oh. that card. They're dead. Oh, right. They're dead to you. They can only I, I be played once. I was going to once. ask as a point of order, like, can oh. we all can we all play Fruit Machine before the last round? It's only and then yeah. it, it gets randomised <laughs> three times. So it's but, only once. Yeah, that's the that's the rub. I'm livid already. I'm livid. <laughs> Especially because Maureen's got notes. I'm like, can I fruit machine now? I want to use my fruit machine now. (laughs) I'm just looking forward to playing with new balls. Anyway. (laughs) And guest number three, who you've now heard, the lovely, lovely Esther Manito. The lovely. Yeah. You're the only person to have described me as that, so I'll take it. (laughs) The Arab Essex fusion of comedy. Um, Sound like a menu. I was doing doing my research. What's Essex cuisine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Welks and Hummus. Fucking nuggets. Order. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> right. Let's roll those balls. Oh, oh, the drama. Right. And we have got first ball out is ball number one. And that is inappropriate crushes. Oh. Yeah, I can go there. Yeah, oh. I've got a bad one. <laughs> Well, you know, as you know, if people who, well, you probably don't know, I have pretended to be 30, in my late 30s for, well, for the last, last decade. You but, are not in your late 30s. Uh, well, I'm, what? I'm 42, which is kind of late 30s. 44, 46, anyway, late 30s. Uh, but when I was 40, so let's say in, in two years' time, I dated a, <laughs> I dated a, uh, a guy who was 17 years younger than me. Ooh. And he was stunning, the most sexiest man I've ever met. And um, I remember my best friend at one point saying, it was a pity you didn't meet him in your mid-20s. I thought probably not, he would have been eight. But... Um, <laughs> And I wouldn't be mentioning that on a podcast, but um, 
but uh, I have to say, and this is only for the, only the women will appreciate this, Esther and uh, Tom. Sorry, you won't get this, but I have. To, I'll describe the sex. The sex was like movie sex, ladies. You know when the woman enjoys it too. <laughs> it? Look at Tom. I, I think I watch different movies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was that was inappropriate crush, but a lot of fun. I have to say. Oh. Nice, Esther. but that's not just a crush. That's a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, a relationship yeah. was a okay. bit, but you, too, going a bit too far. It was a relationship. Isn't crush where it's one sided? I mean, yeah. to be fair, it, it was meant to be a one night stand, but he came back for more because I'm very good. Oh, <laughs> hello. Tom's just edge near yeah. Maureen, single everybody. Uh. Well, uh, at time of recording, <laughs> true. No, I was thinking more like Aladdin, for example, like the cartoon. Sorry, or the fox. I'm sorry, or, or, or the fox Ka- or from Cat Robin Dini. Hood. He's got he'd, he'd get it, wouldn't he? Um, what I did miss that <laughs> fox. My inappropriate crush, which is so unethical, and um, oh, it's Michael Barrymore. Oh well, wow, you yes. just beat me there. Yeah. In inappropriateness, I know it's inappropriateness, and he may potentially be, you know, criminal. A wrongin, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but growing up, I always had a thing for him. I think because he was tall. <laughs> that is a problem for women. It are they hot or are women. they tall? Yeah, right? I think because he was tall and he was quite funny and also didn't seem very like, obviously because he was gay, but I didn't know that when I was young. I don't I, think he did. Neither did his wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like he just never, I don't know, I just fancied him. He was funny and tall and he, and he wore a suit. That's all I needed. That's it's a, good to have standards, yeah. I think, yeah. Esther. It's I good. think I should get um, some heels. Inappropriate on many levels. Well, you are as tall as Maureen is 30. So <laughs> in, this, in this scenario... This is what she's trying to say. <laughs> you're you're, you're a completely average size. He's actually, he's actually sitting on a few pillows as we speak. But anyway... Um, <laughs> So yeah, that that was round one, Tom. Unless you've got a an inappropriate crush, I don't think I can top Barrymore. I mean, Barrymore. There's nothing yeah. wrong oh, with Cat Dealey. I think that's an entirely appropriate crush to have. <laughs> yeah, why did you think that was inappropriate? What was your inappropriate one? Cat uh, Dealey. Why is no, that? That's totally She's hot. Totally appropriate. Okay, fine. Still, oh, we all I, remember I've SM, lost this round. I think. SMT. Why, why would that be inappropriate? No, I'm interested now. Why is that an inappropriate? Good. Why? Esther sounds really angry now. She's like, why? I, I don't know. Look, it was the best he could do. He panicked. Could come up with he that. He panicked. That's mental. That's like me going, oh my God, a totally inappropriate crush, but it's like, oh. George Clooney. Pit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is that inappropriate? I'm just such Niche. a silly. Oh, I'm so silly. I'm so quirky. Oh, I fancy Cat Dealey. Oh, I'm just out oh, there. Me. Yeah, out there with that tall, just leggy said blonde Michael lady. Fucking Barrymore. Don't, don't make me look like a psycho by going, oh, hot young guy and Cat Dealey, and I've said Michael Barrymore. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I'm never going to work again. Yeah. Probably well, another facade to yeah, be honest yeah. at the moment. <laughs> right, let's let's move on, shall we? I'm from, livid from that bombshell. You were livid at the start. Yeah. <laughs> right, the balls are going. Balls are going again. Some are stuck to the gaffer tape. <laughs> There's no yeah, gaffer tape. What are you that. talking about? This is a high production value. <laughs> cameras are there. They can see it. Oh, hot damn! Uh, <laughs> all right, number twenty. We've got breakup stories. Anybody got a good one of those? Oh, uh, well, I, well. Tom would be like, yeah, it was really respectful. We're still friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to a wedding. I did go to Beth's wedding and I oh, cried no. a lot. Oh, no. Oh, you should oh, always Tom. Hate. No. Well, okay. I'm going to give Matt Dealey's his ex. Yeah. I'll tell the story about Beth because, um, like, I think I was in love with Beth from the moment I met her. Um, Does she look like Cat Dealey? <laughs> yes, slightly actually. <laughs> it's Cat Dealey's sister. That's well, why it was inappropriate. <laughs> her name was Beth Mealy. 
I uh, <laughs> I I knew I knew I had a you know a thing for when I when I bought an ill-advised round of twenty shots to impress her. Oh, bloody hell! For you to drink no, yourself? That's, that's or... not. I drank eleven of them. <laughs> That's really dirty. I, I bought a lot. I bought her a lot of alcohol. Got her pissed. Got her pissed. <laughs> Slipped her some drugs. Oh, and Michael Barrymore's immoral. <laughs> uh, now I'll skip the jacuzzi. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, it was at university, and she was going to go abroad for a year because um, uh, she was doing French. Um, and then, so we always knew like going to be interrupted. But then one night we had. An argument, and I have no idea what the argument was about. It was yes, Alca- there was, it was Alca- such a blokey thing. I don't no, know what I said. So I don't know what I said. Don't know what I said. Well, anyway, go on. <laughs> or I, I just kn- called her a fat slut, and she, <laughs> she went, got really limited. She, she like got it. so emotional, proper <laughs> yeah. hormonal about I, it. Even when I told her I like fat. <laughs> the only thing I remember about the end of the argument was the phrase, "It's not all about you, Thomas." <laughs> It's a very unusual thing for a comedian to be narcissistic, isn't it? But she used my full name. You know? oh. She never called me Thomas oh. before that, like a, like, oh, a, she was angry. like a mother looking at something broken. She was angry. You, oh. you did something oh. so obvious and didn't realise that's what yeah. it was. Oh. Scum. <laughs> We're all on Beth's side, by the way. So, uh, I'm Beth. I'll tell you my... Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry, Tom, because you do genuinely love her. You're like... <laughs> So you went to her wedding? Yeah. Yeah. God, I would never do that. I think you should dislike them. I think you should hate the other the new partner on principle. I think that's a much I I, I, I knew him before they got together. He's a very nice man, James. Oh that's annoying. That would just annoy me even more. And he's a theatre director, so do give me some work, James. That's really why. Call so in. my my breakup story is perhaps not as dramatic as yours because that I when I on the phone, if I've had enough, I just go, Okay then and put the phone down. That's how I finish phone calls. And relationships. And well <laughs> Okay is, then, bye bye. So this was what happened. I had a boyfriend who phoned uh, me you, up. You, you owe British gas how much Okay bye. No. I had a boyfriend No, okay then, not okay bye. So I had a boyfriend who phoned me up and he went, I think we should finish. I went, Okay then and put down the phone, right? So then he phoned me back and went, I can't believe you did that. I went, Well, I didn't do anything, you finished with me. He goes, Well we should discuss it. I went, Well, do you want to finish with me or not? He went, Yeah, I went, Okay then and then he phoned me back. And so in the end I had to finish with him because he kept phoning me. <laughs> <laughs> just stop ringing me we're over <laughs> anyway I'm still single guys uh, <laughs> time of recording <laughs> look she's a cracker in bed she's easy to break up with what more do you want what more do you want exactly can you Tom, do my, you do my low advertising low magnet <laughs> yeah in phone boxes <laughs> okay then do you know what I mean what's Bye. the point of discussing if you want to finish you want to finish don't you what's yeah. there to discuss yeah I don't think I've got a breakup story because I've been married for so long <laughs> that's what we should so, all aspire at, at time, time of recording, recording. <laughs> in six months time I might have a blinder tall guy in a suit with, who yeah. makes you laugh <laughs> he's tall he does wear a suit he does make me laugh but um, until that stops happening um, does he have an above ground pool no he doesn't Ooh. because he lives with me and we earn my money <laughs> he's, a, he's a poor man in a Primark suit that's <laughs> Right, on onwards. <laughs> right, and we have got number fifteen. Oh. The worst gift you've ever given or received. <laughs> I'm gonna do new balls. Oh. 
Ooh. All Ooh. right. So that means none of us can play that yeah. again. Okay. Oh, okay. My dad um, gave me a Hulk fist soap on a rope for Christmas a few years New ago. Balls. Oh. New balls. Yeah, I know. I didn't really know what to do with that information. <laughs> oh, no one wants to be... Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, no one wants to be presented that item by their dad. Hulk wash. <laughs> do you know what? I got... Talking of Hulk wash. I mean, I got a stress ball from her boyfriend. And all, all, it made me so fucking like, angry, I, I just wanted to hit him with it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's a hint, isn't it? Here's that's a stress ball, darling. Self-fulfilling prophecy. For your birthday. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let's roll the balls again. Oh, hang on. What's new balls? It Man. means that we don't play that category. Oh, okay. You had the power of veto. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot the rules. Well, don't worry, you don't need to worry about that laminated one. and printed out like Maureen. <laughs> It was up at 4am. Revising. <laughs> Printing them. <laughs> right. I'll it's, make yeah. them see. I'll make them all see. I'm the best podcast guest here. Ball number four is encounters with famous people. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've got a good one. All right. Uh, so yeah. I was in Piccadilly Circus, heavily pregnant with my father, who's a deaf... <laughs> not heavily pregnant with my father. This That's- is another story. <laughs> We're Arabs, it's our culture, okay? <laughs> My God, you guys are so racist. <laughs> now suddenly Michael Barrymore's making so much sense. Oh, don't, that makes me feel sick. Uh, you said it. No, but especially because my dad, my dad being an Arab guy, the amount of times that every time we're together, people just assume that I'm his wife. Me and my sisters are his wife because they just assume all Arab men are old perverts married to young women. So they're like, oh, is that you? And you're like, no, that's my father. He's like 109. Anyway. Well, you say that. I went to a lesbian disco with my mother and they thought she was my girlfriend. Oh, God. And you're like, okay, bye. No, she, no. And you know what? She was livid because she just turned around to me and I could do better than that. Anyway. Oh, God, only a mother. Anyway, I was with, as in accompanied with my father. <laughs> but I was very heavily pregnant. And we went into um, Costa Cof- uh, Cafe Nero in Piccadilly Circus. And we're standing at the um, counter to be served. And in walks David Hay, the boxer. Oh, yeah. And he stands next to me. And I turn around to my dad and go, oh, my God, it's David Hay. And my dad just went, who? And I went, it's it's David Hay. And clearly David Hay can hear all this because there's only three of us in here. And my dad turned round, looked David Hay up and down and just went, is this your friend? And I was like, no, it's not my friend. And David Hay was like, I'm not her friend. I don't know her. I just want to get my coffee. And I was like, I'm just, they're so embarrassed. And he's like, good luck with the baby. Can I have my coffee? See you later. And then the barista turns around to my dad and goes, David Hay, the famous boxer. And my dad goes, I know. And my dad just around went, I know nothing about gymnastics. And when I sat down, and I was just left there. He was pregnant. Brilliant. I mean, David Hay is quite an attractive looking man. It was just like, my dad was just like, oh, is this just one of your friends? I'm like, I'm not seven and I'm pregnant. And this is really humiliating. That is brilliant. That's a brilliant story. I um, Well, I've been telling this story for ages. I used to have, uh, this years and years ago, I used to have singing lessons. And it was in a director's house. He, the, the guy who was teaching me said it's a director's house. And I just assumed it was a Amdram director. And then it turned out, this is what story I've been telling for years, it was Sam Mendes. Right? <gasps> this is the story I've been telling for years, because I didn't know, and we were just having a bit of a natter, and I found out later it was Sam Mendes. Anyway, I was telling this story for my, uh, we do a podcast, Women Talking Bollocks, uh, WTB. What's this? And um, with Jen Brister and Alison, Alison, Smith, uh, Alison Smith. But... Um, <laughs> 
And I thought, I better, do, better check that I've got my facts right, because I know he was directing Spend, Spend, Spend at the time. That's how I knew it was Sam Mendes. Anyway, it turns out it was an, another director called Jeremy Sams. So I've been telling this story about how I've met Sam Mendes for years, and I didn't actually meet him. I met Sam, somebody else. Sam, oh, no. Sam Mendes asked me for a selfie. Did oh. he? Because I was in Horrible Histories, and he and his, his kids are big fans. So. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Who were you well, I in Horrible Histories? Uh, I was many people. It's a sort of sketch show, so you don't play the same person for horrible the entire Horrible Histories. Yeah. My kids <laughs> will kind of, they're a bit too young for Horrible Histories, but we put it on and then my husband just sits there going, this is brilliant. And I'm like, you're 42. <laughs> <laughs> you're 42. So I'm in the, th- the three specials they did a couple of years ago. Have you done the Drunk Histories one as well? Because that feels very you. <laughs> Don't get, 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 get me started on that. <laughs> Is this under um, petty grievances? Right, yeah, well, like get it? to the fucking... That he's angry about. Beth going to Beth's wedding, he's fine with. about it. I cried about that, all right. Poor Tom. I want to hear this story, so we're going to play the petty grievances round. Right, go. The company who were developing it in the UK... Asked me and um, who else was it? Someone else to um, come up with, d- do a lot of work basically, and then they cancelled on us on the day, <gasps> and then didn't contact either of us for when they made the series. That grievance isn't even petty. That is a legit. Did you get some money? You must have they got some did money. not pay me for any of the work. Oh. That's, That's shitty. My grievance is really petty. I remember I was doing some. Um, event was event managing not event Ooh. managing but I was at an event kind of hosting it as a, a much younger woman and my favourite track is um, I Found Loving by the Fatback Band which used to be my ringtone but unfortunately if ever it rang I just wouldn't answer the phone because I'd be dancing to the tune <laughs> so I had to change the ringtone but I love this this record and it came out came up on the it was playing in the background I said to this girl oh that was my favourite tune it's been my favourite tune since 1984 and she went oh I was born in that year so I ran over with the drinks trolley three times so I was like <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> now that's petty. That is a petty grievance. That's so good. I think my whole life is a petty grievance. So I don't. I can't home it down to one thing. I just walk through everyday life constantly, just going "f you all" for everything for not being Michael Barrymore. <laughs> or no, who David Hay is, Dad. Yeah, gymnastics. <laughs> the famous gymnast. <laughs> Well, he's got the body like a bridge. I would love to see David Hay attempt the asymmetric bars. But you know, David Hay seems to you know come out of that story quite well, actually, hasn't he? Oh, he was very. He was, I mean, he was he was pretty much like I just want to get my coffee and go and not cause this very large woman who I'm not sure if she's because I was like the size of a barge. I mean, you could smash a bottle of champagne and launch me. I was like, I was massive. So he didn't really know what was going on. I could have just been a very large, simple lady with a very elderly, angry Arab man who was angry that David Hay wasn't a gymnast. So he just wanted to get out, which is fine. Disappointed I wanted to by him. Just his coffee, isn't it? Just wanted coffee. Was, was this round about celebrities? <laughs> no, we, we're um, circling back. Do you it's, know, but, but it's, it's a, a callback. It's a callback. Because I remember I met Michael Caine. I bumped into Michael Caine. And the first thing I said to him is, are you Michael Caine? And he went, yes. I mean, it's, it's like... They love that, don't they? It's like, obviously, he's Michael Caine. I mean, it's... <laughs> So, as if he didn't know he was Michael Caine, but anyway. And then actually, we got we was doing a leaving card for somebody. We got home him to sign the leaving card, 
And then we nice. took it back to work, and she didn't believe it was Michael Caine. She thought we were joking, Aww. and she didn't keep the card. Right. We went, no, it really is Michael Caine. Oh, she no. just wouldn't believe that, that it. It's very quite weird, weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really weird. We got Michael Caine, Sir David Attenborough, <laughs> to sign Linda from HR's leaving card. It's so funny. <laughs> She's never going to fall for it. Actually, I met Eddie Izzard on the street uh, at the Fringe a few years ago. I was w- walking with my friend, and he said. And uh, it was late late at night on the, on Princess Street, and um, my friend went, "That is Eddie Izzard." <laughs> <laughs> we, we all turned around, Great. and he he had turned around as well because he had heard his He's name. Like, oh, where is he? But he was he was quite drunk, and so we just t- chatted to him for a bit. And I said, "Oh, uh, when you signed, so I didn't have anything like you know a blank piece of paper. I just had my sort of n- notebook that I would write stand up in, and it was a really tatty it's blank." Thing. <laughs> Eddie is on signature. Smiley faces. But I said, I've, I've only got Lots this. Spare pages. You can sign on them. <laughs> and, he, and he wrote, Just this is a lovely tears. thing to sign. Eddie is that. I, um, I would have been run over by the drinks trolley by Eddie is that. Um, if Are you born in 1984? Yeah. If I did a similar... Exactly. Look at your face. I'm absolutely so livid now. now. I'm, I'm joining Esther um, in the livid stakes. <laughs> But I said, oh, I love you when I met him. I studied your stuff for GCSE. You were oh, my GCSE wow. coursework. Like, he was very good about it. I would have punched me in the face because <laughs> no one wants to hear that, do you? He is me, a full-grown adult. I was a child when I found you, Eddie. Um, and then just to really hammer the point home that we could never be the friends that I had imagined, I tried to do their material back to them. <gasps> oh, <gasps> did it greatest hits, didn't I? Bad. Death Star Canteen. Bad. Smart toaster. Bad. <laughs> bad. I, I, once, bad. I once did a, a, a Simon Munnery joke to Simon Munnery because I was like, oh, I've, I tell this joke all the time and I finished I it. I tell this joke all the time on stage. No. You love this. <laughs> Just like, Nothing, I always credit, I always like, credit him. But like, oh, I, I did it. tell it on stage? No, no, no. It's like a weird tribute act. <laughs> but I finished it and he went, I don't do it like that. <laughs> do you know what? I, you talk about tribute acts. I actually told a comic off because she stole another comic's joke and she did it on stage. And I had a word... And I told the other comic who's, who she'd stolen it from. And uh, the comic rang her up and she went, oh, she said, I did it. It's a tribute act. And I went, it's not a tribute, is it? That's theft. It's homage. She said a homage. I said, you don't even mention it's from another... That's not... That's just stealing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just theft. You, a, you can't yeah. do it on stage. And if, if you mention it in life, you have to credit it. Yeah. <laughs> Not cool, guys. Not cool. Um, Yeah, because it's funny because the ball that I was like dithering around with was pointless technology and there was a bit of a joke theft snafu um, on the ITV show recently about um, smart refrigerators. What do we think? Are they a thing? What does a smart refrigerator do? It tells you when you've run out of stuff, in theory. And it can just write a list. And it gives you suggestions. Yeah, and stick it on the fridge. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I do. But it gives you, it it scans every item in your fridge and then it can suggest things that you can make with what you've got in your fridge. Oh, that would fuck me off. Sorry, that would piss me off. (laughs) Yeah. No, it can fuck you off as well. (laughs) I just think that's I don't know if the tech's there yet. It's it's so (laughs) fucking dumb. Uh, uh, anyone who goes, yeah, that's what's missing from my life. I know <laughs> shopping list and the, the the fucking doorbells. You go, yeah, you can you can you can tell who's outside your door when you're not there. I know. Well, what's the point well, if you're really, not there? You can't really let them in. Doesn't make any <laughs> difference. You know, it's like those books. You know, when people go um, Kindles and stuff. They go, well, you know, it saves you from turning over the pages because that's the hardest bit about reading, isn't it? Yeah. It's that <laughs> turning over the page. What a nightmare. Oh, I mean, God. I'm lazy. I don't do sport, but even I don't mind turning over turning the odd page, page. You know. <laughs> No. So is that your pointless technology that you no, don't like? No, I tell you what I really hate. This is what I hate. You phone up and then you get 
I hope we can get you to the right person. Can you tell us? And you just think, you know what would be a lot bloody quicker? If there was a real person there answering the fucking phone. No. Oh, well, tell one if you do this. Do two if you do that. Do three, blah, blah. You do three. Do four if you do this. Do five. And then you go to it and then they go... Goodbye. And then you got it back again. Uh, I, I want whoever invented that should die. That's what I say. <laughs> should die. Because they are absolutely <laughs> the most irritating. Slowly dip them in acid. Do you know what I mean? You just want to talk, talk, talk. Why can't a human being answer the bloody phone and just go, you go, I want to talk about my something and put you straight through to the department. We've got to go through a blinking electric thing. Not that I'm wound up about it, but it bloody annoys me. <laughs> my, I, the things that I hate are Fitbits. Oh, yeah. Because I don't need to hear how many steps. That's the first thing everyone says. They'll be like, oh, I've just done uh, 3,000 steps. I'm like, I don't know what that equates to. I don't know what that means. I don't care. Well, you can set that yourself, so it's arbitrary. (laughs) But I I wouldn't go up to people and be like, "Um, oh, I've just walked. I've walked 15 minutes today. It's it's the most ridiculous thing. Nobody's interested. It's just another self-indulgent piece of bollocks that I'm not interested in. Oh, swearing's getting worse as the show gets on. Well, I'm a terrible swearer anyway. It is not even 11am. Just move your fucking arse and you don't need to bang on about it. And you certainly don't need to fit a bit like... It's basically just walking up to someone going, oh... I'm better than you, so just like, oh, just like no. you know, I'm for, just a little bit better than for you. For me, it's a shame thing. I think it, I thought it would shame me into doing more exercise if I knew about it. Just or, don't look at it. Or if there were a few hundred steps to go, maybe I'd, you know, galvanise and go around the kitchen a few times. But actually what's happened is um, if I leave it off, I do less exercise because I think, what's the fucking point? Like, if it's yeah. not on the watch... <laughs> Like, yeah. that's a waste of my time I don't get the credit for it so it's, it's basically wrong. we've taken away all our willpower to do anything independently and just gone what we need is lots of technology to tell us to do something to advise us how to do it and to, and to basically per- well it's making everything parents. into a game isn't yeah. it so, yeah. so, so that you've, you've, you've got an achievement you've got yeah. it's like, what, what, we're so infantile oh, I'm level two at being oh, great yeah, yeah. The, you do get awards I, I, I do like them <laughs> so I'm like oh yay you should die in acid. I should, apparently so. <laughs> you should be nailed to the floor yeah, so be, just out the reach of food. I'll be run over by the drinks trolley by Maureen and dipped in acid. <laughs> well, we're getting quite violent now. I'm a bit of shocker here, lads. A shocker. Uh, <laughs> this is feminism, by the way. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Tom, have you got a piece of pointless technology? No. No? Oh, lovely. But you made us wait for it. I like that. <laughs> Typical man. <Yeah. laughs> thinks just because he's got a penis everyone has to wait is that technology yeah (laughs) sorry i've got a penis i can take as long as i want to do anything (laughs) and it is lucky number 13 the most embarrassing thing you've ever done God, I suppose so much. Uh, I think, uh, basically, trying to get the my, the parents of my first ever boyfriend to like me. They absolutely hated me. Oh, and because um, they were convinced that I was going to get pregnant, and they were like, "We want our son to go to university." I was thinking, "Well, I want to go to university," and they were absolutely adamant that I was going to get pregnant. And I kept saying to them, um, "Sounds a bit creepy." I was six, was sixteen at the time. <laughs> we'll get and pregnant yeah. by our boy. And I was like, <laughs> "It is that time of the month." <laughs> and I was, we like, will stroke your shoulders whilst you laugh. <laughs> Let me tell the story, love, because I'm funny. So anyway, I... <laughs> I uh, get two, so, you get two extra points for that, Maureen. That, that clap back. So anyway... You got I, one I, the creepy voice, Tom. I assured them. I assured them, look, mate. I said, look, we're not having sex. And there is nothing more embarrassing is that when you're denying having sex to adults when you're 16 and when you're telling the truth, and it's the truth, isn't it? Because I would say, we're not having sex, and they'll go, don't be stupid, everyone your age is having sex. I'm like, no, no, we're not having sex. And so they're doing, oh, don't be ridiculous. And so it was like... 
the more I kind of tried to imply, uh, telling them, tr- like it was the truth, but they just wouldn't believe me. And that was the most embarrassing thing, I think, is denying having sex when you're actually not really not having, having sex. sex. <laughs> As a teenager, that is embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, no, honestly, we're not. I'm not. He's not making a move. I'm as surprised as you. Know, so I'm very sexy, but um, the- so yeah. So that was me trying to get on their good side. It was just a complete waste of time. I think the most embarrassing thing I've, I, I, I think I've only ever had one. Uh, 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 one embarrassing one moment in your whole life. Well. <laughs> What one, one one night stand? All oh, right, and, cool. Oh, so uh, you're not that good. They didn't come back for more. <laughs> well, no, when you hear is, the story, no, you'll find no, out. No, he fucking is that why. good. He's only had one one night stand. Yeah, no, all the you, rest usually committed. He's oh. got a roster. Oh. Yeah, he's got a roster. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got pink cane out. That's not a euphemism, is it? Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> for an STI. I was, like, do you know? Uh, do you know the phrase "brewers droop"? <laughs> I have the opposite. <laughs> Well, <laughs> boasting. Well, no, no. Okay, not that when I am uh, flaccid, I drink, but you know <laughs> that is that is correlation, so when you're, not when causation. You're drunk, <laughs> you literally have a permanent erection the whole time you're drunk. Basi- basically, so you haven't drunk parties. for ages, have you? You haven't drunk for ages. But I'm basically, guessing. I have no yeah, problem getting so an erection when drunk, <laughs> but I have real problems getting rid of the erection. Is that on your oh. Tinder profile? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a real problem getting, getting rid of this erection. Oh, like, Tom's next Edinburgh show. <laughs> it's very embarrassing at funerals, bugs. Wait, who's the guy with the massive hard on? Can you ask him to leave, please? <laughs> you don't understand. I've got the opposite of Bruce Droop. This might be your most embarrassing moment now, actually, to be honest. Well, we, were, we were having sex, and I realised that this, it was just, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> So I had to say, oh, can we pick this up in the morning? And to be fair to her, she said, yeah, fine. So we woke up and we had sex in the morning and I came so hard that I head-butted the side table. And, <laughs> and, and, Sorry, and what position were you in? And where were you? This is just watching it, sort of diagonally on the bed. And I hit, hit my head on the corner of the table and I started bleeding like some kind of stigmata. And then I had to sort of leave. And uh, I, 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 I saw her once, once years later, when I was hosting a sort of live escape room thing. And I had to pretend is I didn't she, know who she was. No. And can I just say, this is why she was like, no, no, it's very important. I'm not left in the room with this man. This is why people shouldn't have one night stands, guys. Children, if you're listening, don't have one night stands. Because this could happen to you. That is absolutely <laughs> horrific. Oh, but, uh, just a, an extra little detail. I don't think we should need to. We need I to want know, it. Really. I want it. The, Give it to me. Uh, she was wearing a false moustache when we first kissed. <laughs> but so you're into that hairy women. Um, you like them with a moustache. Esther's looking worried. <laughs> Especially there she edges away. Don't give him any drink, for God's sake! Don't give him any drink. Oh God! <laughs> He'll never get out from the table. <laughs> 20 shots, please. <laughs> oh, is that why you did that? <laughs> oh, oh, I need like 11 of them. Oh, now we know. Shots so he could have a 74-hour erection. <laughs> <laughs> with a woman with a moustache. That sounds painful, doesn't it? I know, doesn't it? <laughs> I think this might be bullying now. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, so last round. Does anyone want to play the um, fruit machine card? I'll play it. Ooh, are you, are you not feeling confident in your performance? 
Well, I think ever since I said I, I think you should be doused in acid. <laughs> that, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you, pro- you probably had a few mice. I've lost points. Few points. <laughs> so, maybe. <laughs> Right. I don't know why you. I mean, I just got a little bit of a feeling that may not have endeared me to you. Fucking do it. Chris in the sound booth. We're going to do this. (laughs) Strap in. Strap on in Tom's case. He doesn't need one, does he? It's just a walking. I haven't had any drink yet, so yes, I do. Right. (laughs) Unless I've got 11 shots, then I need a massive dildo. I drank 11 because she didn't like Sambuca, so... Well, I think any woman who's on a date with a man, he goes, oh, I've just bought this entire table's worth of Sambuca. We'll be getting a bit suspicious. (laughs) I got a free T-shirt for doing it, for buying that many shots. I don't don't think it's legal anymore. So, Maureen, you've got Esther's points. Esther, you've got Tom's points. And, Tom, you've got Maureen's points. Oh, right, that's better. There you go. That took, mm. took some sexy maths there that I was doing in my oh, head. Sexy, sexy maths. Sexy maths. Um, Carol Vorderman. <laughs> so, yeah, that is... You're not going to update that to Rachel Riley. <laughs> no. <laughs> Surely Vorderman's more sexy margarine nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. She's trained her best, I isn't she? I, yeah, I know who Rachel Riley is, but I've watched Countdown for a very long time. <laughs> right, so bearing that in mind, there's one more ball to play. Your biggest waste of money. Uh, okay, well, this is not funny. Children. I've got five, a philosophy degree. Five so. points straight after that. Uh, I, I, I bought shared ownership property, and um, it's not funny. This is just an announcement to help people out there. Uh, shared ownership, if you're thinking of doing it, don't. It's a waste of money. I found out recently, which is, is interesting, because, you know, like I own, theoretically, I own half the property. Is it shared with the government? No, it's shared with a housing association. Oh. And then what I found out, that if you, if you like, I've paid off the mortgage, so I theoretically own half the half the flat. Yeah, this is not a zinger. It's not a zinger, but I, it, I will make me feel better to get this Tom's off. Tom's lost his erection. Oh, uh, yeah, good. And, um... <laughs> No, but listen to this. If you you can own half the property, if you're behind by your rent by two months, they can possess your property and they take everything. You don't get any compensation. You lose all the money you've invested in it. Which weirdly they didn't mention when they sell you the shared ownership. So I don't know how that is shared ownership. But, you know, it's hard to get rid of people who rent. But with shared ownership, two months and they can take everything. It's not funny, but I'm fucking livid about it. So I like to get that information out there. So uh, if you think of doing shared ownership... I would think twice. Just ask them about Section 8 Housing Act 1988, that topical joke. This is a um, public service Public service announcement. <laughs> but that is a waste of money. <laughs> okay. But don't get me... Anyway, another thing about... No, don't get me started. <laughs> Does anyone have anything funny? The Section 8 of the Housing Association Act is going to be Maureen's next end. <laughs> you know what, though? You laugh, but I am thinking of doing something about you should. You should. <laughs> there's a clip. There's actually there's a clip which Vix retweeted where I was. They did my service charges, didn't they? And I was. And I thought I was calm in this video. And then I looked at the video again. And I was like, Oh, I wasn't no. actually that calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they phoned me about that video. But yeah, I was not calm. <laughs> was I? I think I was on Twitter. No, controlled anger on Twitter. Oh, controlled okay, anger. Well, well worth looking. <laughs> Very controlled, well, not that controlled anger. But the, <laughs> yeah. but the funny thing is, that is me thinking I'm calm. All oh, right. I can imagine you're quite a formidable yeah. opponent. <laughs> but, but not very self aware. Well, no, not self aware at all. <laughs> it's not all about you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Lush, um, right. <laughs> Has anyone else got any? I mean, oh, no, nothing fu- funny to add. But yeah, but, uh, uh, my, I, I have an <laughs> MA. Has anyone else got any facts? Any <laughs> facts that you uh, want to share? Like last, last orders, last call? <laughs> well, he might, might go about his penis, but the clitoris has uh, double the amount of nerve endings. So. Oh, there you go. so it's well, astonishing that, that men God can't hit any, isn't it? Really? really? <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom can. Not you, Tom. Yeah, I've, got, I've got loads of time to find it. <laughs> yeah, so, if you're going to have a really long session with Tom, you need to kind of cancel any doctor's appointments or yeah. you know plans. Oh, but just that sounds horrendous. Anyway, you have to sit down. down. Just going on. Essentially, it just sounds like you. You know, you need the TV on in the background, wouldn't yeah. you? It's about yeah. Corey. <laughs> Catch up on Corey or something. Oh dear, poor Tom. I do feel like we <laughs> we've done you we've done you wrong here. I mean, to be fair, he has he's kind of let himself in for it. I think to be fair, uh, I mean, Kai's the gonna, most Kai's gonna kill me. <laughs> what is the what's the category we're on at the moment? I forgot with the Housing Act. <laughs> yeah, it's the Housing Act, nineteen eighty eight, section eight. I think money. you find. Yeah, we've got an arts Biggest degree. Biggest waste of money. You said children. Oh, and children. Oh, waste of money. Children. Yeah, philosophy yeah. degree. Any yeah. any any advance on children or just just? I that? did a drama, a master's in drama. I mean that was oh, I asked my money back um, actually we've all made big well, and I Butt paid limbs. for this so. <laughs> <laughs> we've all made really great choices and none of us are earning so fantastic <laughs> right and um, that is the end of the game so I am going to tot up the scores it's going to take bloody da, ages da, da, da. while I do that um, Estemanito where can we find you what are you doing with your life give us a quick uh, I'm doing nothing and right? you can find me <laughs> sobbing in most co-ops. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you can just follow me at Esmito on all the stuff except for young stuff like Snapchat and TikTok because I don't know what they are. <laughs> and I refuse to find out. Quite right. Right. Um, Tom Tag, what about you? Um, I am I am Turley God across the internet. Why? Because um, it's a quote from King Lear. Oh, oh bit, you're that guy. Well, there's a there's a bit where Edgar um, who, run, who runs away um, because he's accused of a crime he didn't commit, and he pretends to be a mad beggar so no one notices. And a bit what one of his speeches, he goes, "Poor Tom, poor Turley God." Poor Tom. Oh. And in my annotated edition at A level, it said there is no satisfactory explanation for this. So I thought I love that. <laughs> so, it's catchy, right, and it's the same um, across like all your channels, isn't it? Yeah, because weirdly nobody had taken Twitter, it up before you. Instagram. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> there's a guy, there's a guy on Facebook called Luke, Luca Turley God, and, and he got, got in touch with me. And said, "We'll have him why, killed. Why are you Turley God?" I said, "You're why not really are you Turley God? That. How dare you?" And he said, "No, that's not really my name. He's just an Italian who studies sh- who's studying Shakespeare. So oh. that made that his name." on Facebook. Did you go out on a date? No. (laughs) Did you bone him for 18 hours? (laughs) (laughs) With your your anti-brewers droop. With your 20 smokers. I went to school with a boy called Tom Tuck. Did you? And he had a twin brother called Simon Tuck. They were the Tucks. (laughs) (laughs) Whereabouts? Uh, Saffron Walden. Out in Essex. So you can find the Tuck him. Dynasty. I, I started, <laughs> they I start, were like the hotties. I started a group on uh, on Facebook called What the Tuck and just invited everybody who had the surname <laughs> Tuck oh, that find I could them. find. Um, You're quite lonely, aren't you, really? <laughs> I mean, I don't... very busy. Just go out and get some friends, mate. <laughs> I mean, just whilst I was doing my philosophy I can't imagine why you don't have more friends, what with your epic boner when drinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, oh God, more, I'm never going to live this Tom's Drew. Maureen, what are you doing? Right, so um, I do my comedy <laughs> chats every Thursday, which uh, Esther and uh, Vix have been on. And so you can, it's free to join. And just four comics talking about comedy. It's a right laugh. Did you want Tom on or no? Because I've made it awkward. <laughs> Well, I don't do guilt, so it doesn't really matter. So, and um, I also do a podcast weekly called uh, WTB or What the Bollocks with uh, Jen Brister and Alison June Smith. And I'm Maureen Younger on all things and the website maureenyounger.com. And I've run a book club with WTB. So if you want to join the book club, feel free to. And Tom, you like to sing the mountain goats, don't you? Uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> if you like the mountain goats, do follow me and I will be singing Sing their songs. <laughs> you what really does, are lonely, what does that aren't you? Mean? Uh, there's a band called the Mountain Goats. Oh, okay. <laughs> for no apparent reason, I am now the world's leading cover band of them, and nobody even knows who as, they are. As far as I'm concerned, they're a cover band of you because I found them through you. It's like, oh, this version's all right, but it's not. It's not Tom's version. So. It's not. It's no Tom Tucker. And yeah, on that note, I can reveal the scores. Exciting! Oh. It was really close, actually. So um, on 33 points, the the winner, you you played the right. You played the right game with the um, fruit machine. It's Esther Minito. Mm. But second um, to Maureen, who was in on 32, but you inherited Tom's points. Ah. And Tom, you're on 29, because um, <laughs> sad, sad times. Yeah. You, so who's points points Esther, whose points did Esther inherit? So um, Esther got Tom's, Maureen got Esther's, and Tom got Maureen's. So, But the last round was an absolute banger, which is the joy of it. You don't know, do you? That's the whole point. That's why it's a good card to play. It's a gamble. That's why it's called the arcade. So, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you, guys, for coming. And, um, yeah, I'll see you all again soon. Thank you. Adios. Thanks for listening. There will be a new episode with new competitors and new balls every Friday. If you like what you've heard, I've been Vix Layton, and this is Comedy Arcade. Please tell all your friends, rate the show, and hit subscribe. And if you didn't like it, I've been Jess Fossicue, and this was Hoovering. Isn't food lovely? Mm-hmm.